Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, April 16th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Governor Cuomo asked New Yorkers to wear face masks. Germany to reopen the economy next week. A new study shows Americans lonelier than ever before. The average adult now streaming eight hours of online content a day. Elizabeth Warren endorsing Joe Biden. Also ahead, Trump versus Cuomo on the virus. Who's stronger? But first, Mr. Cuomo signing an executive order urging all New Yorkers to wear protective face masks when leaving their homes. Residents have three days to find a covering, but the rule only applies to those who are unable to maintain social distance. So if you're walking the dog or sitting outside, you don't have to wear the mask. Riding the bus, you do. German Chancellor Merkel saying her country will begin easing virus restrictions next week. Smaller stores can open, larger businesses in early May. There are at least 132,000 confirmed cases of the contagion in Germany, resulting in 3,600 deaths so far. New study shows 4 in 10 Americans are currently experiencing loneliness due to the pandemic isolation. Researchers at the University of Phoenix say social distancing, working from home, and folks in self-quarantine have a 20% chance of facing serious mental health issues in the future. The average American adult now streams eight hours of online content during the contagion. With parents working from home, schools closed, 65% of households are turning to the internet for entertainment. Providers like Netflix, Hulu, HBO say demands up more than 33% since March. As far as I'm concerned, read a book. Elizabeth Warren endorsing Joe Biden. And she says she would accept a VP nomination. That will never happen. Miss Warren, not popular in American political circles. In a moment, Trump versus Cuomo on the virus. We have timelines for both men, what they did and when they did it. I'm giving you this so you can compare because Governor Cuomo is emerging as Donald Trump's main opposition when it comes to fighting the virus. We'll be right back with that. You know me as a news guy, but today I'm a science guy. I've accumulated my share of aches and pains over the years, which started my quest for a natural solution. I found it in Omega XL. The stuff works, and it has 30 years of research to prove it. Omega XL is a powerful natural anti-inflammatory supplement that helps relieve joint and muscle pain. There's nothing like it. Omega XL has health benefits way beyond joint comfort. Here's another reason I take Omega XL. Research shows that it can rebalance inflammation in the body and promote a healthy immune system, vitally important. So, please do two things today for yourself. Stay close to your loved ones and order Omega XL, the supplement that can deliver pain relief while improving your overall health. Order now and get a second bottle absolutely free of charge. Please go to OmegaXL.com slash bill. That's Omega, the letters XL, dot com slash bill. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, a political rivalry between President Trump and New York Governor Andrew Cuomo over the pandemic. Both men get a massive amount of television time to explain their points of view. So I thought it would be instructive to give you the facts so you can evaluate how each man has done his job. Let's take President Trump first. January 22nd of this year, he makes the first public comment about the virus. During an interview with CNBC at Davos, Switzerland, President Trump said, quote, we have it totally under control. It's one person coming in from China and we have it under control. It's going to be fine, unquote. January 29th, a week later, the White House forms a virus response task force. Next day, January 30th, President Trump blocks travel from China, a key thing to do. February 2nd, President Trump says, quote, we pretty much shut it down coming in from China, unquote. February 26th, Mr. Trump says, Mike Pence, the vice president, will be in charge of the virus task force. February 28th, President Trump says, Democrats are using the virus to damage him politically. Next day, February 29th, Mr. Trump adds travel restrictions on Iran and advisories for Italy and South Korea. March 6th, President Trump signs an $8.3 billion bill to fight the virus. March 11th, suspends travel from Europe, is criticized for doing that. March 13th, Donald Trump declares a national emergency. Again, that's March 13th. March 16th, he announces the White House will support a social distancing program. March 18th, on Twitter, he announces U.S. and Canada will close the borders to all but essential travel. March 23rd, President Trump signs an executive order invoking the Defense Production Act that can force corporations to make supplies, medical supplies. March 29th, the president extends social distancing. April 3rd, Mr. Trump announces CDC guidelines that all Americans wear non-medical fabric or cloth face masks. Okay, so that's his resume. Governor Cuomo, March 1st, says to New Yorkers that the general risk from the virus remains low. March 2nd, Governor Cuomo says, quote, excuse our arrogance as New Yorkers. I speak for the mayor also. We think we have the best health care system on the planet. So what happened in other countries versus what happens here, we don't even think it's going to be as bad as it was in other countries. That's on March 2nd. March 4th, about 1,000 New Yorkers are ordered to self-quarantine in Westchester. March 7th, Andrew Cuomo declares a state of emergency. That's six days before President Trump did. March 7th. March 12th, Governor Cuomo announces there should be no gatherings of more than 500 people. March 14th, two days later, He acknowledges that the anticipated wave of new cases threatens to, quote, crash our health care system. March 15th, schools are ordered closed. March 16th, restaurants and bars ordered closed. March 20th, Andrew Cuomo announces all non-essential business closed. So you can see the progression. Both men acted. You can decide who is more effective. In a moment, something you might not know. Do you have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep? When it's time to go to bed, are racing thoughts keeping you awake? That happens to me. If so, 
it's time for you to try Ebb. Ebb is the first and only wearable drug-free solution that targets the root cause of sleeplessness, those thoughts. Ebb applies precise and continuous cooling to the forehead, calming your mind. Ebb is clinically validated, and four out of five users report falling asleep faster and improving overall sleep quality. If you tried everything from pills to pillows with little success, it's time for you to try Ebb. Get the sleep you need so you have more energy to do the things you love. Right now, my listeners can try Ebb risk-free 60 nights. You even get free shipping. Call 877-777-8906 or go to tryeb.com. That's 877-777-8906 or go to tryeb.com, T-R-Y-E-B-B.com for free shipping and a risk-free 60 nights. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Every year, Americans spend more than $1 billion at auctions across the country. Some are held in lavish city ballrooms, some in barns, even on the net. Adults shell out cash on everything from baseball cards to movie memorabilia. Here are the highest-priced items from American pop culture on the auction block in recent years. Original horror movie posters are big in all 50 states. Prints for 1931 Dracula and 1933 The Mummy are worth half a million dollars each, if you can find them. They're ultra-rare, obviously. Next up, comic books, Amazing Fantasy number 15, the most prized in any collection. The cartoon introduces one of America's biggest superheroes, Spider-Man. That comic will cost you $1 million. Over the years, your favorite childhood playthings, toys, have become quite valuable. The most sought-after toys are, no surprise, Star Wars action figures. Dating back to the 1970s and 80s, mint condition collections in their original packaging have sold for a half million bucks at Sotheby's. The original price back in 1979, $9.99. One of the most coveted items for sports collectors is a basketball signed by Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson. The two teamed up for a music video in the early 1990s. There is only one of those balls left, estimated value, 500000 bucks. Music memorabilia will also set you back. Last week, Paul McCartney's handwritten lyrics for the Beatles' hit, Hey Jude, sold for $910,000. Wow. The document went for nine times the original estimate. And here's something else you might not know. The annual Beatles auction was supposed to be held inside New York City's Hard Rock Cafe, where fans could browse the Fab Four's collection in person. Didn't happen. The virus got it. The sale was carried out on the net. Back after this. To my listeners 75 and older, I know you have concerns about the economy, the pandemic, and cash. Retirement plans have been affected. Experts urge people to monetize assets if possible, You may have an asset that can be sold now. It's your life insurance policy. 
If you are 75 or older and own a life insurance policy of more than $100,000, be ready to take a number down. The COVID crisis affects everyone. I know people are afraid and feel isolated, but you can secure your financial future near term if you are 75 or older. I know you're worried that money could become a problem, and you're not alone. WeBuy75.com can evaluate your insurance coverage quickly, and it's free. So please call them now to see if your policy qualifies for cash. 1-844-WE-BUY-75, 1-844-932-8975, or visit them at WeBuy75.com. We're all in this together. Please call now. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.